Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News. Get ready for tax season using IRS online account. IR 2021-36, February 11, 2021, Washington. The Internal Revenue Service today reminded taxpayers they can securely access their IRS account information through their individual online account. So there's a link to the online account here. You can access some of the information that may be useful or helpful for your tax preparation in 2020 and going forward with the use of that account, which you can find on the IRS website at irs.gov, irs.gov. And you can have the link here to the online account as well. So the IRS regularly adds features to online account. For example, people can now check the amounts of their economic impact payment, EIPs, to help them accurately calculate any recovery rebate credit they may be a, they may be eligible for in 2020 tax return. So that's one of the components that you might need for 2020 in the tax preparation. So that means that round one and round two of the economic impact payments went out in 2020. If everything went well with those, meaning they got it right, then you shouldn't need to do anything for your tax preparation in 2020 that you'll be doing in 2021. But if the economic impact payments were under what you should have gotten based on the 2020 information, then you can, you can reconcile the difference with the recovery rebate credit. However, in order to do that, you might need to remember what exactly you got paid or what the economic impact payments that went out were for you in 2020 for round one and round two. And that's one thing that they have added to the account here that you can check. You can provide it when you do your own tax return and possibly give it to the tax preparer to help them uh, with that component of the tax preparation, which is, of course, new in 2020 for tax preparation that will be done in 2021. So the EIP economic impact payment amounts uh, can be found on the tax records tab. So once you get into your account, it will be in the tax records tab. Amounts will show as quote economic impact payment end quote for the first payment and quote additional economic impact payment for the for the second payment. For married filing joint individuals, each spouse will need to sign into their own account to retrieve their portion of the payments. So what that means is obviously when they sent out the the uh, economic impact payments, they kind of applied it to an individual. But that means that if you're married, then you're thought of as basically one tax paying individual, two people filing one return. So it was basically doubled. So for example, first economic payment impact payment was 1200 generally for an individual. If you're married, then you would typically would have gotten, I believe, the 2400 twice that amount. However, when you when you break it down, you really got twice that amount because you got two individuals filing the one tax return. So you can kind of think of it as the dollar amount per individual so you might have to look at the two individual accounts to make sure you're picking up the correct economic impact payments for the tax preparation which will of course be on a joint return so for more information regarding the credit see the recovery rebate credit there's a link to that here that's going to be the credit that's kind of related to the economic impact payments you can think about the economic impact payments round one and round two as basically prepayments of the recovery rebate credit that is on the 2020 tax return that will be filed in 2021 so additionally taxpayers can view the amount they owe updated for the current calendar day so you can review the amount you owe it's going to be updated daily they're saying their balance details by year their payment history and any schedule or pending payments which could be useful if you want to check out obviously the payments that have been made which might be necessary or something that could be useful for 2020 tax filing 
Uh, key information from their most recent tax return, details about their payment plan, if they have one. So if you set up a payment plan, meaning uh, for whatever reason you couldn't you know, pay the, the government, and if this was to happen, say, in 2020, due to the circumstances in 2020, you file your taxes, for example, you owe taxes, you can't pay it because you know it's been a low year in 2020, then you still want to make sure to file the taxes and then set up a payment plan, typically, is what you would typically want to do so that uh, you don't incur further penalties and interest related to not filing and whatnot. And then obviously you can track that information related to any payment plans that might be outdated, updated on your account as well. Digital copies of select notices or letters from the IRS under the message center tab. So when the IRS sends out letters, they typically do it by mail, but it would be nice to have the electronic process of it. So it's, it'd be good to have the letters there because when the IRS takes action, They'll typically, you know, send out a letter. You got so much time to respond, say 30 days, and then they'll send out a letter, another letter, and they'll slowly take action from there. So you want to be able, if you have letters from the IRS, to note what those are, what the dates are, and make sure that uh, you're responding to them so that, uh, so that uh, you can reduce penalties and interest and in any kind of further action they might be taking. So they can also make a payment online, see payment plan options and request a plan via online payment agreement, access their tax records via Get Transcript. And so that's another, you know, really nice tool. You can look at your tax records with the transcripts, which again, could help you with your tax preparation. And it might help you if you need to do taxes for prior periods, meaning if you haven't done taxes for a few years, you might want the information to help you to do the taxes. You might not have everything, such as the W-2s, the 1099s, and so on and so forth. That information that's given to you, 1099s, W-2s, and whatnot, are also given to the government. And therefore, if you're looking at a tax year that you need to kind of like reconstruct, you might be able to go to the IRS and get some of that information to help you basically reconstruct the tax records so you can actually file the tax return that uh, in prior years, possibly. So later in 2021, taxpayers will be able to digitally sign certain authorization forms, such as the power of attorney uh, initiated by their tax professional. And this is another really nice tool because the power of attorney is what allows basically somebody such as a CPA or something like that to represent a client to some degree to the IRS in a similar way as a lawyer might represent a client to, say, a court. And they, can, and they can make decisions or do certain things on behalf of the taxpayer acting as their agent. Now, normally you got to file the form to, to do that, the power of attorney type of form. And usually you need like a, a, you know, a signature and it's a handwritten form. If you can do that electronically, then that would make things a whole lot easier. It might allow people more access to, to you know, representation to some degree uh, with that as well. So that could be useful. Here's how to get started for new users. Number one. Select view your account. There's a link to that here. It's also at your irs.gov homepage at the IRS website. Number two, select the quote, create or view your account end quote button. And number three, click quote, create account end quote. And number four, uh, pass quote, security access end quote authorization. Obviously, you're going to have to go through some authorization process in order to access the account. This is a rigorous process to verify that the taxpayer's are who they say they are, they must be able to authenticate their identity to continue. See irs.gov forward slash 
uh, secure access, there's a link to that for details. So you want to make sure that when you try to access the account that you, you have what you need in order to do so to pass the authentication process. You might check out this link to check that out to see what you need before you go into it. And then number five, you're going to create a profile. Once the initial authentication process is complete, returning users can use the same username and password to access their IRS online services such as Get Transcript and Get an Identity Protection P PIN, uh, P-I-N, that's an, that's an IPPIN if applicable. There's links to those items here. That uh, identity protection pin, I believe, is that uh, second round of verification or confirmation that you might want to have to preemptively, or you can do it now preemptively, possibly, to have something other than simply your social security number if you think that might be compromised and someone might try to steal your identity in order to file a fraudulent tax return, which causes a lot of problems and, and pain to try to fix that. You know, because then now when you file your tax return, it will already been filed. So if you want to, if you think you're, you're, there's information out there, someone has your social security number or something, they, they could file a fraudulent tax return or something like that. You may want to preemptively kind of stop that by getting a second uh, PIN type number. And, uh, and, you, and you could go here to, to basically do that. So you need two forms of authentication in order to process the tax return. So all password protected online IRS tools for the taxpayer are protected by multi-factor authentication, offering extra security precautions.